Hello and welcome to episode 770 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. Once again, a Merry Christmas to you. We are recording on Thursday, January the 11th, 2024, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Thursday prayer. To the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain heaven by St. Alphonsus Liguri. O Queen of Paradise, who reignest above all the choirs of angels and who art the nearest of all creatures to God, I, a miserable sinner, salute thee from this valley of tears and beseech thee to turn thy compassionate eyes towards me, for whichever side they turn, they dispense graces. See, O Mary, in how many dangers I now am and shall be as long as I live in this world of losing my soul, of losing heaven and God. In thee, O Lady, I have placed all my hopes. I love thee and sigh to go soon to see thee and praise thee in heaven. Ah, Mary, when will be that happy day on which I shall see myself safe at thy feet and contemplate my mother, who has done so much for my salvation? When shall I kiss that hand, which has delivered me so many times from hell and has dispensed me so many graces, when, on account of my sins, I deserve to be hated and abandoned by all? My lady, in life I have been very ungrateful to thee, but if I get to heaven, I shall no longer be ungrateful. There I shall love thee as much as I can in every moment for all eternity, and shall make amends for my ingratitude by blessing and thanking thee forever. I thank God with my whole heart, who gives me firm confidence in the blood of Jesus Christ and in thee, and the conviction that thou wilt save me, that thou wilt deliver me from my sins, that thou wilt give me light and strength to execute the divine will, and in fine, that thou wilt lead me to the gate of paradise. Thy servants have hope for all this, and not one of them was deceived. No, neither shall I be deceived. O Mary, my full confidence is that thou hast to save me, Beseech thee, thy son Jesus, as I also beseech him, by the merits of his passion, to preserve and always increase this confidence in me, and I shall be saved. Today, friends, I wanted to go through a short passage. Um, I think perhaps this was from uh, a larger work or maybe a, a, a bigger sermon. It's entitled, Follow One Master Only, and... We want to focus on putting first things first, you might call it, or keeping the main thing, the main thing. And St. John Vianney, of course, a great saint, and he really knows how to cut to the chase. You hear a lot of these great preachers from yesteryear, and they really knew how to cut through the bullpucky, so to speak to get right to the heart of the matter. And boy, nowadays, there's a lot of flowery language in sermons and a, um, a lot of nonsense, really, from a lot of priests, unfortunately. Not all, but, but many. And it's not like that with the old school preaching that you hear from uh, the saints of days gone by. So once again, this is entitled, Follow One Master Only. It's just a a few lines here from St. John Vianney, but I thought it was worth sharing this evening. He says, what a sad life does he lead, who wants both to please the world and to serve God. It is a great mistake to make, my friends. Apart from the fact that you are going to be unhappy excuse me, that you are going to be unhappy all the time. You can never attain the stage 
at which you will be able to please the world and please God. It is as impossible a feat as trying to put an end to eternity. Take the advice that I am going to give you now, and you will be less unhappy. Give yourselves wholly to God, or else wholly to the world. Do not look for and do not serve more than one master. And once you have chosen the one you are going to follow, do not leave him. You surely remember what Jesus Christ said to you in the gospel. You cannot serve God and mammon. That is to say, you cannot follow the world and the pleasures of the world and Jesus Christ with his cross. Of course, you would be quite willing to follow God just so far and the world just so far. Let me put it even more clearly. You would like it if your conscience, if your heart, would allow you to go to the altar in the morning and the dance in the evening, to spend part of the day in church and the remainder in the cabarets or other places of amusement, of amusement. To talk of God at one moment and the next, to tell obscene stories or utter calumnies about your neighbor, to do a good turn for your next door neighbor on one occasion and on some other to do him harm. In other words, to do good and speak well when you are with good people and to do wrong when you are in bad company. And that's it. Follow one master only. No more double-mindedness in our lives. It's the time for choosing. Are we for the church or are we for the world? Are we for God and all of his angels and saints or are we for the demons? You cannot serve two masters. Double-mindedness. No more of that. There's a Catholic apologist by the name of Peter Herbick. I recall him once saying several years ago, we need to write God a blank check. Whatever he wants, whatever he wills. And of course, Jesus is going to will what the Blessed Mother wills and vice versa. It's two hearts beating as one. She only wants what he wants. And he's a good son. He does what his mother asks of him because no one keeps the commandments better than God. The fourth commandment is honor thy father and thy mother. And of course, she's totally consumed with God. So she wants to make her son known. She wants to make his will done to the nth degree. So you can't serve two masters. We need to serve the Lord. We need to be like the Blessed Mother and only want what God wants. We need to be like St. Joseph and only want what the Lord wants because the world will never make us happy. The pleasures of the world will bring us nothing but guilt. Nothing but remorse, nothing but pain, nothing but, oh, I shouldn't have done that. So let us serve the Lord with the entirety of our heart, our mind, and our strength. I will conclude, friends, by once again 
mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's halo-soma.org. Also, please tune into episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. They have to do with RPM, Rapid Prompting Method, which is a system of communication for non-speakers. Before my niece was about eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now, thanks to God's grace, her hard work, and that of her family, via RPM, we know that she is a comprehensive genius who composes music, poetry, very skilled in regards to mathematics. She knows foreign languages. She has so many different gifts and abilities. She's been tremendously blessed by God. RPM has been as big of a breakthrough in terms of being able to communicate for non-speakers as sign language has been for the deaf, or you can also point to Braille in terms of being able to read for the blind. It's that massive, but you can't use a tool unless you know about it. That's where you come in. Please spread that website and those episodes of Our Lady's podcast to as many people as you know. And if you don't know any non-speakers personally, you probably will at some point in your life. I just got off a uh, Zoom call. I was uh, moderating an, an art critique of people with disabilities and several had autism and they use a letter board to speak. They communicate via RPM. Tremendously talented artists, tremendously intelligent people, compassionate, kind. This is how they communicate. We need to make this as acceptable as sign language or braille um, or any of these other things that are kind of taken for granted nowadays, but weren't always, that wasn't always the case. So thank you so much for sharing RPM with others. Thank you so much for listening to the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Please say an Ave Maria for yours truly, and I will talk to you again very soon. Goodbye and God love you.